It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. If all the new changes in this game has your head spinning, just do what I do. Go to FIFAUteam.com. You can educate yourself on everything from new chemistry systems, new content, new cards, how it all works. They have it all covered at FIFAUteam.com. Click the link in the show notes or simply visit FIFAUteam.com. Back to Footballers, Season 3, Episode 4. Today is Sunday, October the 2nd, right about 7 p.m. UK. I've got Matt and Paul alongside, as usual. Paul, how you doing this week? I am doing really good. I've had a nice, chill day for most of today. The rest of it's been filled by building flat pack, which is worst thing ever. Hate it. Mm-hmm. Just read the instructions, you'll be all right. No, that's my that's my problem. <laughs> that is my problem under and I was thinking of you as I was building it. You know, we thought we talked about this last week. You should have learned something. Read the goddamn instructions. Yeah. Next time. Matt, thanks for joining us. How have you been getting along with foot? Because last time we spoke, you had a little struggle going on. Have you found your way? Uh I wouldn't go that far. I'm, I'm improving a little bit, but I would say my win loss is, is still about even at the moment. Um, I haven't quite found the system for me yet, and I definitely need to upgrade certain elements of my squad that I've been very stubborn about. Kind of caught in that trap at the moment whereby yeah, we've done quite well in trading between us the last week to 10 days, and I'm in that, that tight spot of wanting to hold on to my coins because you feel that something big's coming up and you want to save it for that next big promo or whatever, but your team needs investing in to get ready for competitive play. And that's kind of where I'm at at the moment. So I'm going to have to uh, break the bank at some point to upgrade certain parts of the of the team to get weekend league ready. But uh, I had a week off work last week, played a lot of games, got myself uh, into uh, Foot Champs playoffs. So I've got, got that to play now to qualify for weekend league for next week. Um, so things are on the up and up there. So um, what I did do is watch and talk to our good friend Pugzilla and he seems to be doing well with a four four two flat in the minute, and uh, that inspired me to give that a try. My results have improved 
a little bit since then. So once I apply the requisite upgrades to my team, I'm hoping that'll get me going in the right direction. But that system seems to work better for me so far than the ones that I've tried prior. So fingers crossed that's going to get me going in the right direction. There's a lot of elements of this game that, that I've found have changed, and we'll get into those a little bit later on. But first, I want to talk about One to Watch Team 1. We have the full team release, plus we have the mini release today. Today, we got Renato Sanchez, Bergwijn, and Delict. Uh, Paul, I'm, I'm going to come to you first. Who stands out to you in One to Watch? And obviously, uh, Mane, Holland, Lewandowski, Rudiger, those guys are top tier. We know they're going to ball. Who else are you looking at from One to Watch? Um, it's a bit of a tough one. I think one of the good, really, really good cards in there that I've really struggled against his gold this week has been Renato Sanchez. Um, mm. and he's probably not going to get many upgrades, is he? But, um, he's been a really good card. Um, Schlotterbeck, I think if he gets an upgrade or two, um, that'll be really good. But the one that people I've seen raving about, um, you know, besides Haaland, um, has been Anthony. Um, I saw mm. Nick run the foot market saying that he felt he was better than Messi. Um, you know, wow. but I've seen I've seen other people uh, raving about him. Um, he did get a goal today, but they also got lots scored against him. So. Um, You'll have to wait a little bit for an upgrade. And they will get World Cup upgrades as well. So Anthony could be one that, you know, Brazil do well in the World Cup. He'll get plenty of upgrades there. And that's team-based, right? Not not performance-based. Yes, team-based. So, same thing would go for Gabriel Jesus then. And he'll probably get a few informs at Arsenal, I would think. He's having a good season so far. Uh, Matt, who are you looking at one to watch Team 1? Mm. Just to touch on the point that Paul just made there about Anthony, I'm really surprised that people are rating that one so highly because I packed gold Anthony before One to Watch came out and thought, well, this is a pretty useful card. I like Anthony's special cards last year. And in last year's game, he felt very small and nimble, you know, your typical diminutive, speedy, good agility type player, switch directions dead easy, all that good stuff. He feels very big in this game, like way bigger than he did last year. Like he's supposed to be five foot eight in game. It feels a lot larger than that. And I just can't get anything out of that card at all. And I think this is perhaps leaning towards a, a wider problem I'm having with this year's game is I'm finding, you know, your type of typical skillful wide players is very difficult to use this year. Like I've got Anthony, I've packed Mares, um, I had Bernardo Silva. Although he's not a wide player, he sort of plays like a, a wide player, but slower, right? Good uh, good dribbling and, and, and very short. And I just find it so difficult to, to get a tune out of any of them. Um, it just doesn't suit my style of play, I guess. So I'm not having the same amount of joy that other people seem to be having, but I'm guessing that's more my problem than everyone else's. So well done to me. Um, I packed Schlotterbeck in my... Um, one to watch pack for them from the pre-order. So that was terribly unexciting. And I don't see that one getting many upgrades other than perhaps the um, requisite uh, win bonuses that they get if Dortmund clock up the required amount of wins, which they probably should do in Bundesliga. 
So that's fine. But I'm not a big fan of one to watch in recent years. I think EA have a track record of doing cars dirty and one to watch and not giving them as many upgrades as they perhaps deserve, finding excuses not to put them in team of the week, that kind of thing. So I would only be interested in purchasing one to watches whereby you're pretty much guaranteed to see upgrades over the course of the year. So you basically looking at your your very attacking wide players like your Marnes. Anthony's if you're into that kind of card and of course the strikers who are all going to do very well out of this I wouldn't be terribly uh, keen to invest in midfielders or defenders whatsoever because I just don't think you're going to see the amount of return on them that the cost of some of them justify like 400k for for Rudiger lovely card but you're talking almost three times the price of his gold and the paths yeah. to upgrades are so limited for defenders. And you, you, if they happen to score a goal on a week where another defender scores a goal and gets a clean sheet, etc., you're going to miss yeah. out. So you're really at EA's mercy and how prepared they are to sort of pay out on this this promo. And I don't like being put in EA's hands for these things. So not a fan. Yeah. I wouldn't necessarily recommend investing in any of these at the prices they're at. Um even the discard ones, because they're discard for a reason. Even with the upgrades, they're not going to be very good, like your Tyler Adams and whatnot. So it's a bit of a, a thumbs down for me. I'm not overly excited about any of these. It'd be nice to pack one, of course, but I wouldn't be investing serious coin in any of them personally. Yeah, I mean, if I had to pick one that I would invest in that's relatively cheap that I think has the opportunity to have some upgrades and has a good league for or good nation for world cup. It would be Dybala. I mean, he's, he's going to ball out and he's in a new team, but he's going to be, I think in my opinion, scoring a lot of goals and he'll have plenty of opportunity for upgrades. Um, he's not going to struggle for playing time. Sort of like, like Kessie. I don't know how much value what there is in Kessie at 88,000 for the SBC. I mean, he's playing for Barca. There's a lot of talent on that team. They've, they've really, I mean, they've, they've come a long way from last year and the season before, ever since they lost Messi, basically. I just don't see Cassie getting that many upgrades, and I wouldn't put 88K that I would never get back into that card. But, Matt, you touched on something a minute ago about Team of the Week and being at EA's mercy. Today we got a hat trick from Hallen. Team of the Week comes out when, Paul? Wednesday. And one to watch comes out of pack when? Friday. So what happens between Wednesday and Friday, Matt? Because Hallen gets a hat trick. So does Foden. But Hallen clearly deserves a team of the week. Do they snub him because he's in packs for one to watch? I would certainly hope not. I think that's a perfect justification of of getting the upgrade and giving a one uh, a team of the week card. Um, although he's he scored successive hat tricks now, it's it's a big local derby. There's no bigger match for Man City than playing Man United. He was the first one of the two to get the hat trick, if that counts for anything uh, in EA's reckoning. Yeah. Um, I think everyone's going to be clamouring for it, right? And I think this year's game in general, the market is going to very closely circle around the performance of Haaland, given his goal output so far the market will be utterly dominated by the, the movement of Gold Harlan and Harlan's subsequent special cards that he's going to get and I think there'll be a lot of them this year um, 
It's going to be interesting to see if it's worth investing in Gold Haaland this week, knowing that he's probably mm-hmm. going to get this team of the week and subsequent one to watch upgrade. It's already a super yeah. expensive card and it's gotten more expensive since the game became available to the mass public last Friday. Um, certain goals are, are, are creeping upwards rather than downwards because everyone's getting ready for competitive play next weekend. Um, so if you already own a Haaland, congrats to you, you're probably going to make some coin. And if you don't have him yet, you might become cost prohibitive already at this very early stage of the game, yeah. which is a bit of a shame. But he does seem to suit the mechanics of this game pretty much perfectly. You know, pace, tallness, power are the, are the order of the day. And I think we're probably going to touch upon why that is a little bit later on. There's some kinks in EA's system with um, chemistry systems and uh, the yeah. dyna- dynamic we'll, we'll acceleration, etc. We'll, we'll dig into that in a little bit. But uh, yeah, Haaland is this year's Mbappe. Not that Mbappe is out, uh, out of contention at all. That Harlan yeah. is the player everyone wants this year, I think. Yeah, we'll, we'll do a, a lengthy explanation on that in a bit. But Paul, did you notice the price movement of Holland's one to watch when he got that hat trick? His price on his one to watch jumped up to 1.7 mil yeah. in a matter of minutes. And now yeah. it's back down to, let's that's around 1.4, 1.5 actually. So it seems like the market's already priced it in. You know, they, this happens all the time. Let's say he doesn't get in a team of the week, you know, hypothetically, does that one to watch fall off big time in your opinion? Yeah, I think it falls off some. I think it goes back down to 1.1 or whatever it was, but... Is that a buying opportunity? If you want to have a lot of coins stacked up in that card, but that's the sort of card that you can buy and just keep in your team because he's going to get upgrades. And I think that price were already sort of figured into Highlands ones to watch card anyway. Um, at being over a mil, people just knew we were going to get upgrades. Um, but Haaland also got two assists as well today, so he should probably get it more than uh, Foden. But if you've not bought a Haaland yet and you're looking to buy one, if he if he's, doesn't get in the team of the week this week, look for people selling his gold. Um, and there'll probably be some leaks Um so if you see Haaland's card dropping before six o'clock on, on Wednesday, um, there might be an opportunity to to buy and, and put him in your team because it seems like people are in two categories. They're either people who've already got Haaland or people who are trying to get enough coins together to get Haaland. Um, yeah. So, you know, I think he was 33K on day two and he you know, of, of web app and now he's, he's over 300, 310, I think he is. Um, yep. I sold one yesterday, I think with 275, but I, I just needed coins to trade. So I already kept it and I've got one in my team and he is really, really good. Uh, but before we move on from one to watch, Richarlison, um, objective is probably worth doing. George was mentioning it to me yesterday because you know, he'll probably get Spurs will probably get the win bonus. They will he'll probably get a few team of the weeks along the way. But during the World Cup another Brazilian. Um so he could be due quite a few upgrades along the way. Yeah, it's a good shot. It's a good card too. I've I've gone up against him several times already in rivals and it's a really nice card. If you have the right Kim style on him and you know how to use him, he's pretty lethal in the box with the five star weak foot as well. Um let's move on here a little bit. 
I guess let's let's stick with the content because we're we're going to do more trading talk. But we're going to give that to the uh, supporters. We'll do that in the Discord supporter lounge. We'll give those guys a, a little insight as to what we're doing to make coins, and so they can mirror that activity and make coins for themselves. But we'll get into that later on. Let's talk about the content and the SBCs we've had so far this year in foot. My opinion is the SBCs have been severely overpriced. There's not very good value. Like even the welcome to the the foot and the upgrade SPCs. I mean, you have to turn in, I think it was like three silver rares. Was it three silver rares? Then you get one 75 rated plus gold card. Like I, I like three silver rares from the same league. I think it was, but to me, that's just like really expensive at this point in the game to just get a random 75 plus, which is probably going to be dog shit in the end. But the player SPCs, like we got Tiago Silva, which Really, really good card. It looks really solid. Relatively cheap, considering fodder hasn't really moved yet. Right, Paul? Yeah. Yeah, I think when it comes to these SBCs, they're all just a little bit expensive. Kessie at 94k. Um, we got Valverde today, 200k. Um, and like you say, this is with fodder still on its ass, like it's not even yeah. started to rise yet. So some of these, especially the player of the months, um, when fodder starts rising over the next month, they're going to be ridiculously expensive and outdated mm-hmm. probably as well. Uh, Valverde will probably still be a good card, but he's, he's 200k at the moment. And, you know, 200k yeah. is a lot at this stage of the game uh, to put yeah, into that's a 200K, card. That, you'll never get back. Yeah. And, same with Thiago Silva. I've heard mixed reviews, um, but again, it's 165k um, that you're never going to get back. And his gold card was an 85 last year, so um, you know I know the game's a little bit different this year, and but it's still still a lot a lot of coins when you can buy Cooler Barley for 100k and sell him at yeah. some point. Definitely would rather have Cooler Barley tradable than an untradable Thiago Silva at 170K right now as it is. I mean, they gave him a lot more pace than last year's card if they're basing this off of the 85, but uh, I'm, I don't even think I'm going to do it as a Chelsea fan. I just I have no use for it at this point because Rudiger and, and Koulibaly are light years better than him and they're cheaper, so it doesn't make any sense for me. Um, Matt, do you kind of share the same sentiment as far as the SPCs and the the kind of the hype and the excitement and the kind of a letdown. And I understand they can't come out and give us just super broken meta cards right away from get go, but I feel like they could have done a little bit better. Yeah. I mean, I think this is part of a bit of market management by EA just to scoop a few like 84s, 85, 86s out of the market that aren't generating enough value on the market because there was nothing, no use for them. Right. Fodder was dirt cheap last week. It's something we touched on on the podcast and we did advise people to invest in them. And some of them have gone up, um, but there's, there's some that have not yet and they're, they're bound to once some big promo comes out and they put out an SBC that becomes essential like last year when you get Varane. If you don't have Varane, your defence is going to be worse off than people who do have it all year. So everyone does it. The value of those cars required to do it go through the roof. And we've seen it many times before. My problem is not um, the sort of hype factor of these SBCs. It's that they've done a flashback for Thiago Silva, but I can't quite work out what period they flashed him back to because 
if we're talking about like a really good Thiago Silva from like 10 years ago, for example, his pace should be way, way higher than that sort of like high 70s that he's at. He is known for being a racehorse of a centre-back. He's not a big bruiser. Um, let's say like a, a Skriniar in, in, in Serie A, that kind of player, or even a Van Dijk, for example. He is a turbo centre-back. It's not fast yeah. enough for a flashback. You should have like mid-80s pace re- realistically, even if the other defensive stats are neglected somewhat to sort of uh, balance it out. Not that they need to because this game is an- an- anything but balanced, but just not to cripple uh, the market too early on with a-, a defender that everyone would have to pick up. Um, there's not much incentive to pick that one up unless you're a Chelsea fan or you're sort of pre-planning ahead for needing Brazilian defenders for some sort of World Cup promo down down the line which is a valid reason to go for it if that interests you but I found the um, player of the month Kim J Min I think that's his name from Napoli Kim J Kim is fine yep thank you uh, a much more compelling SBC to do and I, I picked that one up and he is very good and that was like an 84-85 squad which you could do for pretty cheap to be honest based off current market values and I'm very happy with that card and that links to lots of usable um, cards in the game. And I think Napoli generally are the team to watch in Serie A this year, so they're going to get more special cards to link him to in the new chemistry system. Obviously, the nationality is a concern, but the club and the league links yeah. will, will see you good, generally speaking. So that one for me is much more compelling than than Thiago Silva, to be honest. I was looking back at footbin generations while you were talking. The last time... Thiago Silva had 85 pace on his standard card was FIFA 11. He had 85 pace. And FIFA 12, he had 83 pace. FIFA 13, 82 pace. And then FIFA 14, he had 80 pace. And it's all downhill from there. He's pretty much been borderline unusable since about FIFA 16. Yeah, well, Which the, flash, the flashback was to the 2012, to his debut year in uh, League One with PSG. Yeah, and they give him an 85, you know. Yeah, so I, I don't really understand what they're, what they're flashing him back to. Right? That period that Paul's just saying that they're supposed to represent, he was the best centre-back in the world, bar none. Hence why they shelled out to Milan for him and they sort of built this new PSG generation around him and Ibra- Ibrahimovic, right? So I don't know what they're, they're thinking is there, but... I guess if they made it too accurate to how the card was, that would be a card that literally everybody would pick up and we get a little bit market imbalance, I guess. And it kind of dictates the direction of team building there on in, maybe. I don't know, but it's it's a disingenuous slashback, which I'm not a fan of. If you're going to do it, do it properly. Yeah. It's pretty incredible, though. 12 years of, of relevance in foot, he's been around. So I feel like Thiago Silva's been around forever. Yeah, he's one of the OGs, for sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You talked about that Serie A player. He's, again, I think he's kind of expensive, you know, granted his nation, but I think that the way they price these SPCs, you're just better off going and get something on the market that you can trade later and get those coins back because I don't think he's going to be relevant for long. I mean, he can be relevant. And like you said, depending on what they give us in content, it could be useful with the right links, but again, you're kind of at the mercy of EA for that, for the longevity of that card. That's just my take. I don't know where you're at with that one, Paul. Yeah. It's, we're at that stage where nobody's giving 
they don't want to give you too much. And it's a, you know, we're at that stage where we're getting usable cards, but not extreme cards that are going to last you months and months and months till Christmas. Um, you know, minimal right. upgrades. But it'll change in the next month or so when they want to start sucking some of these coins off of us. Um, and and it's early game, and it like people are excited to do SBCs and build teams, so they're at a stage of the game where EA can put these type of SBCs out, and people will do them just because you want to get a different color card in your team. Yeah, it's true. And before we move on to the next segment, I have to ask. Did you buy the Bates and store items, Paul? Do you want me- I know you, you guys support each other with the baldness. <laughs> yes. And yes. Thank You're you. fine. You bought some baldy stuff. No, did I bollocks? <laughs> I don't even like buying chem styles. I'm definitely not buying anything out of that section of the ever. So like ever, unless it's um, Bradford City related or... Paul related, no, it's not. Um, I'm not buying it. I want my Vaporwave Stadium theme back from uh, 21. Mm. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Last thing we're going to do on content, we got a few people to talk about. And Mets, you're going to talk about this week's edition of Fraud of the Week. Fraud of the Week. He's in position. Off the post and back in play. And he's fired it against the post. Biggest ever from in the club. Yeah, so as I was alluding to at the beginning of the episode, struggling to to put together that magic team that you, you're super excited about and you feel you can go into weekend league with. And my team notably didn't have very good strikers. I was very happy with my defence midfield so-so. Strikers was a no-no. Um, I packed... Um, a team of the week, Giroud. I bought Inform Raspadori, and he's he's okay. But you know, Giroud with forty pace, it's like you got to be you know a super specialist and target man play to to get anything out of that one. So um, I decided to invest, given that the price was still okay at the time, in Diego Molito hero card for Serie A. Uh, mm. I'm a big fan of Molito in real life. He was a fantastic striker. And had a little bit of everything, relatively quick, but not like super fast, decent strength, but uh, an absolutely outstanding finisher. Um, so was happy to to put him into the team. Um, and generally I used him in formations with two up top. And I just found that for around the 75k mark, which I bought him for, but he has gone up since then. Um, I couldn't get enough of a tune out of it to warrant locking up those coins any longer. Um, unfortunately, he, he's he got sort of around 80-odd pace or very early 80s pace, so he's not quick enough to be very dynamic at sort of breaking through the back lines. He's not strong enough to be a sort of static player, target man style or anything like that, and certainly doesn't have the work rates for it. He's uh, high-low, so he should be getting between the lines, breaking the offside trap, etc. But he's not that kind of player, at least how EA have, have made him in-game. So fraud on the basis that it's difficult to find a good use case for this card when there are much better pacey and physical strikers in the game 
even in the regular gold market. Very difficult to to justify that one unless you're desperate for the linkage that those hero cards provide. And he is one of the cheaper ones in the current market. Your sort of alternatives are going for uh, Brolin or um, Di Natale, who are both much, much more expensive. Uh, they probably are a lot better, though. But they're hard to attain, I guess, for most people at this stage of the game. So I wouldn't go for Melito. If you're desperate for that kind of striker profile and you want an Argentine striker specifically, I'd probably have a look at um, Icon Crespo or something like that. They probably would do a, a better job for you and provide even better linkage, generally speaking, for, for teams outside of uh, players outside of Serie A. But uh, that one just didn't didn't do it for me. But just to finish this one up, heroes generally seem very usable this year. I've played against quite a few of them. Peter Crouch <laughs> seems really good in the game. He, Dude, yeah, I got fucking yeah, murdered he, by he, him. He is very dynamic for his size and uh, early mid seventies pace. He moves surprisingly yeah, he, well. He's nimble for a big lad, as they, as they would say, and they probably said about him his whole career. But that card. I've not played with it, but he's done some damage against me. And I know um, one of our listeners, Dom, the Stoke fan in our Discord, he's done some very good trading around that card, picked it up very cheap, sniped it for sub 50k early on when it was price capped, and it's now well over 100 and and going up and up. So there's there's value to be had in terms of playability of these hero cards, but uh, Melito was not it for me, unfortunately. Well, GG's to precise Dom for that. But can I ask you what chemistry style you were using? I think I used Hawk. So I wanted a, a little boost to pace, shooting, and physicality. Um, but it, it wasn't mm. the right combination by the looks of it. Okay. Well, I ask for a reason, and I'll get into that on our next segment. But before we get to this next segment where we talk about Accelerate, we do have to mention this week's Beast of the Week. And this week, I'm going to talk about Luka Modric, the inform Luka Modric. That card is insane. I slapped a shadow on him, and he is fucking everywhere. He does everything. He wins the ball back almost automatically for you, especially on counters. He's always in position. That, that shadow card gives him over 80 defending, plenty of pace. He dribbles like a machine. He's so good on the ball. Shoots well, passes well, does everything. Don't let his medium-medium work rates fool you. That card is a beast, and he's under 100K. So... Even his gold card is good. I used his gold card for a while. If you've got the coins laying around and you need a good La Liga center, center midfielder, pick him up, try him out. You won't regret it. I promise. Paul, do you have a beast of the week you want to talk about? I do. Um, Chiesa. Um, I packed him untradeable from, I think it was the advanced SBCs. And I've been messing about with different teams the last sort of few days and then I packed Pogba so I thought oh, I'll give him a try with Pogba um, and both of those cards actually were so so good Kiesa were really clinical in front of goal his dribbling were really good and he's cheap as well um, you know we, we say this time and time again about Serie A there's so much so much value there um, and yeah Pogba were the one that surprised me but Kiesa, if I had to uh, pick one, 
he would be the the beast of the week for me. Nice. Good stuff. I've heard a lot of good things about Pogba, uh, considering the information that we all learned about and that really seemed to go viral this week in FIFA. And that has to do with the new Accelerate system that they implemented in FIFA 23. Now, this is being touted as a new feature, but I kind of feel like some of this stuff has been in the game for a while. We're just now seeing it on, you know, one of those visual things, like kind of like um, Hullet, the way he moves so much better than other players, despite the fact that he's giant, you know. Um, so basically what Accelerate is, and we have all this uh, detailed stuff in the Discord if you want to come in and read about it. I'm not going to bore you to death and, and go into details with it. Just know that if you go on Footbin, you can see that players now have labels on them, controlled, explosive, or lengthy. Now, controlled players, um, I guess we, we can do this in a, in a fun way. We'll do this like in a sexual reference way. A controlled player is your average male. He's not going to impress her. He's not going to do any more or any less. He's just going to be average. He's, he's going to accelerate on a straight line. Nothing special. Explosive players. He's a missionary, man. Exactly. Explosive players. Paul, can you tell us about the explosive style? I can do. (laughs) (laughs) I put you on the spot. I'm sorry. Yeah. So explosive is typically your virgins. Um, They'll give you a good three (laughs) seconds in rapid fashion, but lacks the ability to go the distance. Uh, Sort of two pumps and a squirt. Um, and and lengthy. Um, I've been called lengthy once or twice. Once or twice in the shit. past, um, you know. But uh, it's your ultimate cockmaster, the click commander. He can go the distance, dominate everywhere, giving hundred percent satisfaction, guaranteed. <laughs> and his finishing is spectacular. I'm pretty sure that has nothing to do with mm-hmm. lengthy. Might be more girthy that I don't know. <laughs> Jesus Christ! So, in all seriousness, that was well done, Paul. Uh, explosive players are like your really agile players, like your your Sterlings or your, your really short, fast strikers. And what they're going to do is they're going to accelerate really, really fast, but they could potentially decelerate as as they go on to the distance. The good thing about lengthy which is all the rage right now. These are typically your stronger, taller players. So a lot of your center backs and defenders are lengthy, but Haaland is also lengthy. With these guys, their their speed-up curve is, is a little bit slower, but they have the ability, and this is a quote from what EA put in the pitch notes, they're taller, stronger, and these players need a bit more time to get going, but they're able to catch up to anyone and even surpass them, provided they have enough distance. These players start slower, but will thrive over longer distances. And they go on to say that in short, uh, basically lengthy players, I guess that didn't make sense in short, but lengthy players who will do better over long distances, such as in breakaways after a through ball, for example. Now, there's been several players that I have switched to lengthy via Kim style. You can use like Marksman, Architect, Shadow, Anchor, Sentinel, um, go into the, to the, either the pitch notes or into the blurbs we have in the discord and read about this because it made too many a menace in the midfield. It made him much faster over those long strides on those counters. He's able to catch up to people, especially those center midfielders who really don't have the pace. He runs them down. And he just takes the ball from them. Um, so I really encourage everybody to go in 
and check this information out because it's a game changer. That's the, the massive reason, the main reason why architects have shot up over the past week in value. Before this, no one ever gave a shit about architect. Nobody used it. Now people are paying over a thousand coins for them. So go in and do some research. And Matt, that's why I asked about Melito because Hawk, that doesn't make him lengthy. That keeps him as controlled. But if you were to add Marksman, he now becomes a lengthy. So you're not adding pace via Kim style per se, but by making him lengthy, you could be adding pace to him based on the verbiage that they gave us, right? Yeah, this this does sound like any reviews we've done on players to date change completely under the knowledge that these chem styles give these additional um could be additional running styles lack of a better word, right? So generally it's hard to find a use case for a control player unless they're just a player that lives in the box that doesn't require any running. So Ben Yedder, for example, penalty area player, doesn't need necessarily a quick explosion of pace or a lengthy control burst of pace. He just needs to be have sharper shooting, dribbling in the box, that kind of thing, right? Whereas Melito definitely would have benefited from the lengthy chem style because he's never going to be explosive. He's just not that type of card. Um, so it's a little bit naughty that this isn't more commonly known. There's nowhere that I'm aware of other than these pitch notes where you can obtain this information easily, freely. It's not in footbin, right? So if you apply a chem style, it doesn't suddenly come up that they're such and such a a running style as far as I'm aware. I could be wrong about that, but it's not something I've noticed. Yeah, well, it does change it. If you go into footbin and you apply a chem style to the card, it okay. does change it from balanced or controlled to lengthy or whatever, but there's no detailed info on it. It's just there. You have to know what it is. Yes, exactly. Which most people aren't going to do. They're not market savvy. They're not used to using Don't. these third party tools. So. I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, chances are you probably do care because you're, more likely a hardcore player because your average people don't really listen to podcasts about video games anyway. Right. But this, this changes a few things, right? <clears throat> Certain chemistry styles, which were null and void previously suddenly become very relative. We're not just all going for hunters or shadows. So this does a good job of opening up the chemistry style system. So you get a more bespoke experience on certain cars, which is a good thing. Yeah. No problem there whatsoever. Uh, certainly changes um, market tradability of them as well. So we're not just looking at hunters and shadows for for flips. We can look at other cars. Now, like you say, architects gone through the roof. That was a one that I only ever used for target man players because you wanted to be strength and passing, which is essential for a good target man player. But now it, it presumably opens up all sorts of, of opportunities for different styles of cards. So this is this is very important stuff. Um, so yes. Now that we're all more knowledgeable on this, it'll be interesting to see how that changes how we distribute chemistry amongst our starting 11, how that's going to impact our play in competitive stuff we're going to talk about next week. This is all good info. And why you need to listen to footballers because we, we deliver on this, but it wasn't something I was aware of before. I was trialing all sorts of cards this week. And if I'd known better... I might have had a different experience and that's going to cost me a lot more money to pick up that Melito card again and try it. But I think I'm going to have to. It's definitely worth a shot because like I said, it, it was a noticeable difference because when I was using Hallen, I was using him with engine and he was a controlled type. And as soon as I put Hunter on him, 
yeah, you're going to lose you certain run away from, from Haaland, right? If you if you downgrade him to controlled, he, he has to right. be lengthy. That that's that's the style that's going to pay off big time for him because he's he's too big. Like it was a huge difference. Yeah, it's going to be too big to be explosive in a useful way. But if you right. you accept that his first stride is going to be quite slow, but everything after that becomes extremely fast. I mean, just think about the type of players that this makes so much more viable. Benzema. For for example, um, well, I, I would say Benzema is more of a, a penalty box player anyway, but yeah, if, if, if your experience of, of Benzema isn't quite right, you can change that now. But the tall, powerful, but generally slower midfielders that are not always very popular suddenly become much more viable options now. And it's funny, Paul's talked about using Pogba this week. I've been using Pogba yep. and felt it was a really good card. And I wasn't really sure why, because mm. the, the base stats don't reflect that it's a great card anymore, other than its five-star skills. But my favourite card that I've used in this game so far is Serge Malinkovic-Savage. And I've found it very difficult to try and objectively say why, other than five-star weak foot and he's tall and powerful, but he's so slow generally. Um, but he does have lengthy accelerate, which makes sense. And I was always surprised by, hang on, this guy has got 68 pace, but he is burning through people once you get out of that first sort of step in the acceleration process. If you're skillful enough to avoid a tackle with the first burst of pace and get him moving, he becomes almost unstoppable. Like He just barges through people like Harlan does. Okay, not as fast, but still way faster than you would expect. And yeah, this changes so much and makes me yeah. understand a lot better why I'm seeing certain player behaviours. Like, for example, Marcus Rashford in this game, way better than the base stats suggest he is. He does so, and I'm not even talking yeah. about the special version of it. And I'm just going to have a quick look live on the air. This accelerates control, but if you made him lengthy, I bet that, that changes the, the slight deficiency in pace that he has this year compared to previous years and suddenly becomes extremely dangerous. Yeah, this is yep. exciting stuff. I'm really looking forward to trying a lot more different cards, knowing more about this now. This makes total sense. You can even make Tony Cruz lengthy. Oof. He's probably lengthy already, but you can make him lengthy, like lengthy, lengthy. You know what? I, I saw someone use Tony Cruz this week and it's like, one, why? Because no one ever used Tony Cruz before and he was really good with him. Yeah. There's a few cards that we've mentioned on the pod the last couple of weeks and most of those cards have been lengthy. I mentioned Ruben Diaz saying that, I don't know why, he's got no pace, but he's great, does an amazing job. Um, and there's so many cards. I think you can make any card. You can't make cards that have got over 87 agility lengthy. There has to be a, a 15 point difference between the strength and the agility, I think. And then, Is that real? Yeah. All those metrics are in the Discord too. Holy shit. Yeah. So there's so many cards that this opens up now. Um, and you might be using one of those cards and thinking, man, this card's shit. It might just be that you've got the wrong chemistry style on that card. Um, like I was saying, Pogba, uh, Pogba lengthy. He, he's 60. I think he's got 60 pace. He's just striding past people. Uh, but I've just been looking this afternoon at some icons. I want to use Balak. He's another one. He's lengthy. Um, and Ian Rush, 
And I know Ian Rush in a card that most people want to go out there and use, but he's a bit of a a cult hero. Um, he's old Rushy. Yeah, um, big time. I loved him, loved him growing up. And I've used his cards little bits over the last few years, but he's been missing something. And I've looked and he's lengthy as standard. So I want, I'm going to give him a try. Um, because it might might make a lot of difference. There's a lot of strikers, particularly in, in icons, right, that have been consistently unusable over the years, like a Van Nistelrooy, for example, because of the pace is awful. And it's not particularly strong, but this could make them very usable all of a sudden. Yeah. And, you know, this combined with the new chemistry system, which, again, I, I banged on it last week, I still like the new chemistry system. I think it's fucking great because it lets you make teams that you could not have made otherwise because of player links getting in the way. Um, so if you haven't done so already, visit the discord, visit those channels and the useful info and um, do a little bit of learning. I placed it in there pretty simple to where most people could just go in get what they need and you don't have to sift through the confusing wordage of EA. So go in there and educate yourself. The last thing we're going to talk about, the last thing we're going to talk about before we switch over to our hot take segment is I just wanted to give a quick defending tip to a lot of people. I notice a lot of people struggling. I see people in streams raging over it. I see a lot of people in Discord already talking about it. Uh, defending. A lot of people are apparently still getting countered in defense. And I did this, and you can't just say that it's because of my super team because it was also in the Silver Lounge I did this with. So basically, stop tackling. Just stop pushing the tackle button. If you're pushing the tackle button, you're doing it wrong. This, this kind of defending system reminds me a lot of the FIFA 20, I think even FIFA 21 days where just bump into them, get in, the, get in the lane, get in front of them in the ball and just run into them, jockey into them and just watch the magic happen. The players automatically tackle and they gain possession of the ball. If you're pressing O, that's fine or, or whatever the button is on Xbox, I think it's B. If you're doing that and you win the ball, great. But if you miss you are really penalized this year. If you miss a tackle, they make you pay for it. So if you're rushing in, trying to lunge out and make tackles, you're doing it wrong. If at the end of a game, you have more than, I would say, like 15 attempted tackles, you're probably not doing it right. Just let the game do it for you. It's, I know it's, people might say that's ridiculous, whatever, but it is what it is. That's how they want you to play the game. So play conservative, don't get beat deep, and don't lunge out. Just get in front of them, and let the magic happen. Did you guys kind of have that similar experience with that in your gameplay, Matt? Absolutely. Um, I think we've talked about this in previous FIFAs, but it becomes more um, relative and clear the more the game cycle progresses, but we're getting it sort of from day one this year, right? Um, if you go for the big lunge and tackle and miss, you you basically put in... Um, a few yards of extra advantage on on the on the attacking player. Your best bet is to chaperone the opposition, follow them around, stay close to them, uh, because one of the Especially most kickoffs. Yeah, and one of the most devastating techniques this year from attacking play is people just using that that L one button just to make tiny little movements in the box. If they throw you off balance, it opens up a, a really good shooting opportunity, even for a power shot. And they don't need to use dash or anything like that. So having high pace doesn't necessarily get you into these situations. It's all about patience and good ball control and just trying to uh, 
trick and fool the defending player. I mean, if you stay close to him, stay tight, you should only go for those big tackles when you're trying to make a, you know, a desperate lunge to block a shot, that kind of thing. It's it's your last last hurrah. You only do that when if you don't do it, you're certain to concede a goal. Desperate. Even then, you can still be put on your backside and, and the player can be tricky enough to work around that and get a shot off, but that that's generally what it's for. And with this new advice that we've given you about chem styles and explosiveness and, and length, it should give you more capability to maintain a chase over enough distance whereby you can just stay close to them and let physicality bump them off the ball rather than going for that big tackle which is the Hail Mary, basically. That should always be your your absolute last option to do that. Yep. One thing I'm terrible for, or was last year, was sprint jockeying uh, while defending. Um, And I've done it a little bit this year. And if you're sprint jockeying, stop. Because with these really good defenders, it's, it's hard to get sense if you're not sprint jockeying. So I've, that's, that's my little bit that I'm going to add to this. Don't sprint going forward and defending. Um, when you're jockeying, don't, don't sprint. You get penalized massively for it. Indeed. Okay. That's going to wrap us up. So we're running out of time this week to go over our hot takes and community questions for this episode. So what we're going to do is we're going to put out a second episode for you guys to listen to for this next few segments. Matt, where can the people follow you and interact with you? They can get me at Lando Matt on Twitter, one T, or I'm around underscore if you want to say well. Bob? You can catch me on Twitter, right fucking foot, W-R-I-G-H-T-F-U-T. And also, um, we've been sorting my stream shit out, Hunter, thankfully, did it yesterday. Um, so we might even have a little a little stream or two popping up over the next week which will be mm. fun yeah good stuff right foot on Twitch hit it in if you want to alert for whenever he does go live you can go into the welcome section hit the alerts tab and we will be notifying you whenever Paul does go live you can follow me on Twitter at the foot hunter you can follow the show at footballers pod we will be back with you next week for more exciting and entertaining foot content see ya see ya Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.